0: Thank you. afternoon sports fans, bettors and cappers and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterill, and this show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting plays. Now, this is a bit of a special episode given that we are on a Saturday since switching to the Monday to Friday show. Uh, We've taken some time off on the weekend, but we need to turn around our luck on the NFL side because we've had a little bit of a cold start the first couple weeks of the season. And I think the best way to do that is to dive into some of these player prop lines on a Saturday, the day before the games kick off. And so I'm excited today to have a special guest on right away here. But before we get into today's episode, it is sponsored by bet 99 Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, and Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. Depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. So go to bet99.com today to make an account, use code SHOOTERS at sign-up, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so. And if you have any questions or concerns about the gambling of yourself or someone close to you, then please contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. We're all about responsible gambling here at the Competitive Hedge Podcast. And so, as I said, we're trying to turn things around. We're at 500 right now for NFL plays. And so we want to dive in and look at NFL player props for week three of the NFL season. Now, I can't think of a better guy to bring on given that we had a Twitter spaces on Thursday night and we cooked up a beautiful four player prop parlay that we cashed at plus a thousand. And he was the guy who hosted it. He hosted every Thursday. That is Tyson Cole from over at Spit and Picklets. Tyson, how are you doing on this beautiful Saturday afternoon? Buddy, I'm great.
1: I'm You know, still thriving off that plus a thousand on Thursday. uh, And I can't wait to hit another one with you.
0: Definitely. So, what we're going to do is we're going to be going through looking at all of the player prop lines uh, that we like for the weekend. We're going to go game by game. Tyson's already got a list of plays that he likes. I'm going to be tagging along with him as we uh, wade through the waters of some of these really gross NFL week three games, but also a couple of great ones on the slate. So, Tyson, I'm going to defer I'm to you. What's the you first, first game first you want to look game. at? Whew, well, on my little sheet of 28 props I got here,
1: um, the one I have a lot of is this uh, Lions-Vikings game.
0: Okay.
1: I'm in. So props.
0: where do you want to start with this Lions-Vikings matchup?
1: Um, I don't know. Let's We can start at the running backs because that yep. I feel like They're great for fantasy. They're great for player props. Even though Dalvin Cook hasn't been that good this year, but I really think this is the bounce back game for him. His line for rushing yards is only 79 and a half, which seems pretty low for Dalvin Cook. Um, Granted, he hasn't been very good, but I really think he scores tonight um, or tomorrow. What I have here is Detroit is averaging two touchdowns against per game to the running back position and Dalvin Cook hasn't scored yet I hate saying a player's due but (laughs) I mean (laughs) he's due
0: yeah and and clearly Vegas thinks that he's due as well the anytime is minus 175 but that is a nice parlay piece when we're looking to add a leg that you feel like is a bit more of a sure thing than others and you said you got 79 and a half I even have it at 78 and a half so you can get that extra yard at minus 110. So I like the Dalvin line. Now, what mm-hmm. are the other running back ones that you like? So something, it
1: might not be a great parlay piece, but Swift over three and a half receptions. He is actually yet to hit this, even though he's been crushing the yardage, mm-hmm. which seems odd. Um, I don't have his, uh, his yardage written down here, but the Vikings uh allow 46 yards again or sorry six and a half catches to the running back position in the in only two games so far but his line at three and a half and him being the predominant uh receiving back i do like that a lot another one is Amon ross st brown i was on it last week i thought he was breaking the record last week with eight receptions in the most consecutive games his lines at six and a half i've seen another another few cappers on this as well. Uh, That's sitting at minus 130. But I believe it's like eight games in a row now that he's just consecutively got eight and we're getting it at seven.
0: And this also feels like it's going to be a shootout game looking at how both... I shouldn't even say that the Vikings' defenses look terrible, but the Lions' defense certainly has. And so if this is a case where Minnesota's leading, I do like the idea of a lot of catch up for Detroit and that means a lot of receptions for St. Brown. And I mean, the Swift one, I like it's three and a half at minus one Oh five. So I do think that there's good value to be had there for sure. I That's probably my favorite one that we've talked about so far on the prop side. I do think that Dalvin touchdown, I'm in, kind of in the same boat. Like how long are we going to keep Dalvin off the score sheet? And you're going up against a terrible defense this week. Exactly. So.
1: I want to look up like, his stats against the Lions because the Lions have been bad, and I'm assuming that Dalvin has just crushed them throughout the years.
0: The, the other player prop that I thought about for this Detroit game was the Jared Goff interceptions because mm. over a half is minus 110, which mm. seems low given the fact that it's Jared Goff. Agreed, he's and make- I know that he w- looked great last week, but we're expecting Jared Goff to have back to back really good weeks because. Detroit fans are talking like we don't need a quarterback because Jared Goff, look what he just did. But yeah. I, I don't buy it. And so the the minus one ten, I am intrigued on the interception line. What do you think? I do like it too. Has he
1: thrown one yet?
0: I don't know if he did week one either. He did play that Eagles secondary, so there yeah. might have been one in that game. But if he hasn't yet, then once again we go back to the is he due to throw an interception at some point? Because once again it's Jared Goff so are we Jared really Goff is down? not that guy no he's definitely <laughs> not week one he threw one he yeah. threw one against the Eagles so well I could see him doing it again okay so those are a few that we like here any other plays for Vikings Lions not in that game no okay let's move on to a different game that I was looking at prior which would have been Raven's Patriots. Is there any in this game that you like, or is this kind of a stay away game? Uh, I don't have really anything for the Ravens, but I do
1: have something for the Patriots. I, I did this last week. It was my favorite last week, favorite prop, and it didn't hit, but this week it's going to hit. It's Ramondre Stevenson's reception. I actually don't have a line for it. I'm <laughs> assuming it would be two and a half and I'd still like it at that.
0: So the reason is, let me just look again. I uh, so I'll give you one while you're looking. I do like Mark Andrews on the receptions this week. It's four and a half, and it's minus one forty. If it's five and a half, I'm concerned because I feel like he's going to consistently be five for forty-five yards. Yeah, but with it being at four and a half, I I do like that value there.
1: Just the only thing is the the Patriots are really good against tight ends. Yeah. But the only option really in Baltimore is Mark
0: Andrews. And Bateman's coming off a big day too. So So. I think he's – they're going to try and shut down Andrews, I would assume, because Bill always tries to shut down that one guy. Mm -hmm. So – Maybe I'll, that was just one that I looked at. Maybe it's a stay away if they yeah. are good against tight ends. But That's what the one do. that you had on Stevenson?
1: Yeah, so uh, the Ravens are allowing 10 receptions to the running back position per game this season. And Rwanda Re- Stevenson, he still played the most snaps. He yeah. played more than uh, Damian Harris last week. He just wasn't getting the ball. I tweeted out this photo where he's just wide open. <laughs> and he would have got the receiving guard, but that.
0: they didn't even throw it to him. Which is the other joke, concern but... for me too, is look at what Harris had at the end of the game. Like he had that, it looked like he was banged up and he was mm-hmm. a bit questionable throughout the week. I do think he's going to end up playing, but does that mean he plays the full game if he's banged up or do we see what you're talking about? Where Stevenson continues to get the majority of the snaps. That's what I think. I think we're in for a big Ramondre Stevenson week. Okay. We'll mark it down as one as a potential for the parlay. Now, is this your only play in new england's game yeah i mean i don't trust either qb on anything i don't love the running situation in baltimore given that lamar can just take the majority of it away from guys so i don't like betting anyone else no i'm i got nothing i was looking at
1: maybe agalor but like you never know which which pat's wide receivers because then it'll be right?
0: Myers then it'll be born we haven't seen any Devonte Parker no. Hunter Henry was bad so this is a this is a gross receiving core I think on both sides so yeah. what other games are you looking at
1: Hmm. I don't want to jump into the afternoon slate right away what about but Buffalo Miami see the only thing I really like is waddle receptions I'm a little concerned. I don't know what's going on with Gabe Davis.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and if Xavier Howard's out, then I like Diggs. but I feel like everybody's going to be on Diggs, So I kind of want to fade that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jalen Waddle, I think he's, he's the more consistent of the two out of him and Tyree kill. And I think his receptions line is only four and a half. Hmm. And he was crushing that number last year.
0: What do you think of Josh Allen's passing rush yards? What it's was 326 that? 326 and a half. 326. He could just pass for that. That's that's kind of what I'm wondering is because mm-hmm. his yards are 280, which I get a little bit sketched out in case he throws for like 275, but then he rushes for 50. But mm-hmm. if you throw them together and then you get it up to three twenty six and a half,
1: That's not bad. I want to see how many times he cleared that
0: last year. Yeah, I would imagine that he would have passed it in the yards on quite a few occasions. and oh, then... Because this is a crucial divisional game. I'm actually on the Miami spread here just mm-hmm. because it is as steep as it is, and I feel like that's a pretty popular play this week. But I still think Allen's going to be good. I just think that Miami's going to keep it close. I don't know if that results in a division win, but I do think that they're going to keep this as a close game, which is also good for Allen owners because – I mean, you look at last week, he got pulled before the fourth quarter even started because they were blowing out Tennessee. So I don't that even see crazy. that being the case. And he would have gone over that anyways in that game. So for sure.
1: And another thing, like oh, I just forgot my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh oh, it's one of the highest over-unders on the slate. So mm-hmm. they're obviously expecting a lot of points, which means a lot of yards. And if we see the same Miami team that we saw last week which we very well could considering all the secondary injuries that we're we're seeing out of Buffalo um then Josh Allen's going to have to throw he's yeah. easily i think going to get 250
0: at least and then if they're down
1: he he can scramble for it too
0: yeah I'm kind of in that boat because I don't love either run game. I don't think that anyone should ever be playing a Bills or Miami rushing prop, but that's <laughs> I you know know the same vote on that if I don't know why. Until someone
1: that takes the reins in either on either team, I can't. I took Chase Edmonds last week for receptions, and I think he had less snaps than you know, his reception line.
0: And I'm with you where I don't trust the Gabe Davis situation, because if you miss a week and now you're just going to come back in and be fine, I don't believe in that, but mm-hmm. you you can't really go anyone else on Buffalo from a receiving perspective, receptions or yards in that case, because no. you're putting a lot of faith in McKenzie or Crowder who are pretty much splitting at this point on mm-hmm. most just possessions. Not. Yeah. So. And then
1: who are you going to trust? Jay Kumaro? Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, no, we are not.
1: No, the Dolphins aren't great against the tight end position either. But I don't, I don't like what I've seen out of Dawson
0: Knox so far. What about interceptions on Tua? Um, or is it just we don't trust the fact that the secondary is banged up for Buffalo?
1: Yeah, I like,
0: I could see that. Like he's, I don't know. I, I was just wondering because I'm looking rate. at Tua's and it's minus 110, kind of that Jared Goff line again. Of... I, lo- I think I
1: trust Jared Goff to throw an interception more.
0: Yeah, and and uh, to be honest, that that's probably my favorite play over in Detroit. So, mm-hmm. okay, anything else for Buffalo, Miami? I
1: don't have anything. No, I do like I really like that Allen passing okay. in yards. If we don't move on to the it? next
0: one, Bengals Jets. Anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two of my favorites here. Okay. Michael
1: Carter over two and a half receptions. This line, I don't know how. That's really good. I don't know how it hasn't moved. It hasn't moved since week one. I got it at plus 150 week one, and he crushed it with seven. Week two, I think it was minus 130, and he had five. And now it's minus 145 and still two and a half. I don't I still understand.
0: like that. I don't care if it's minus 145. Yeah. I think that's great. I love it. And like
1: yeah. I also the, the way I see this game going is I think this is the get right game for the Bengals after you lose to Cooper Rush and you lose to Mitch Trubisky like
0: Hey, I'm fine right with game. the Cooper Rush loss. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. expecting a lot heading into it. So, hey, we'll take 500 in Dallas right now. Right.
1: You're not going to lose to Joe Flacco. You can't afford to lose to Joe Flacco. No. So then the Bengals are going to be up and then Joe Flacco, who leads the league in pass attempts, he's just going to keep dumping off to, to Michael Carter.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I agree. Yeah, that, I love one. that Michael Pro- Carter line. What's yeah. the other one you've got?
1: I think it's Jamar Chase time. I do too. I love him to get a touchdown. Okay. He had one last year against the Jets, and the Jets are allowing – sorry, let me find this. Where are they? I think the Jets are allowing two touchdowns to wide receivers per game. Hmm. You think if they get two, Pat, like wide receiver touchdowns, one of
0: them isn't going to be Chase? Oh, I, I think that he's he's a guy that I really like to get in the end zone this week. I even like his receptions. Five and a half to me seems, seems low. Pretty low. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm good on either one of those just because I do think that. Yeah, he's due for uh, – he's due to have a good game. I mean, he, he didn't play bad against the Steelers, obviously, but he struggled against Diggs, of all people, which that was kind of the matchup where I'm like, oh, man, Chase could get 200 yards because mm-hmm. Diggs loves to give up big plays. But Dallas kept him in front of him, So, yeah, I'm not high on the Jets. To me, they should be 0-2. They got very fortunate that it's they're now 1-1. Flacco's mm-hmm. thrown for a ton of yards. I also kind of like the Flacco interception line at minus one forty because I don't know how much longer he can keep this up. Yeah, I don't think I don't because think he's average that. Joe for a reason. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is the definition of an average guy right now. Mm-hmm. So I do lean his interceptions at minus one forty as well. Mm-hmm. At this rate, I'm just going to have every average quarterback with an nine. on This <laughs> with series, a pick. Which probably yeah. isn't the road to go down, but as of right now, that's where I'm at. So um okay. any others for this game that you like i don't love rushing yards for either team as much as i love right. joe mixon i just think that's it's a lot of yards 75 and a half but the i, also game game, I right. like to take the under there
1: yeah i think it's either going to be chase or mixon one of them's going off i put more faith in chase um but yeah i'm i'm good on this one i don't have anything else
0: the issue that I'm having, too, with this Bengals, because I've looked at player props every week for Bengals receivers, Higgins' line is so gross at 66.5 every week. And then Chase having the 77.5 this week, I, I can't get myself to to put money on either of them, especially in a parlay. So I, I will stay away from the rest of these plays. I do like the Carter, and I'll keep an eye on the Flacco one. And then I do have Chase down for the TD at minus 110. So... That could be one that we look at for our TD parlay, which is going to be a three legger, and then we'll have a four leg player prop parlay. So, move on to Houston and Chicago. This is probably the snoozer of the week if I had to pick a game that is Um, pretty gross line as well. It's over under 39. Um, Chicago favored by three. I like, I'm on Houston money line this week. Me too. I, yeah. I think it's I think that this is a week that Houston can actually get a win cuz I think Chicago are very fortunate to be one and one.
1: For sure. So, like that that week one game against the Niners just throw that in the garbage. Like it means nothing.
0: And um, even as bad as Houston is like Justin Fields interception line isn't bad. I kind of like his completions though because I think they're going to be trailing and it's only 15 and a half, but the thing with this game that I'm worried about is Chicago what's the weather going to look like and and i don't want to put down anything here based off of that they i don't know how you can like justin fields
1: completions after he threw 11 times when they were down last game <laughs> he threw 11 times
0: and i think i'm more you know, so thinking Houston, Houston are bad i'm thinking more so that Houston are really really bad defense that's fair yeah you can't really and and at some bad. point is is darno mooney going to do anything because I feel know. like he's probably the most sold, dropped guy in fantasy. And we saw it last year with Allen Robinson in Chicago. And this year, yeah. apparently, it's Mooney that's getting the kiss of death. So, And Cole Komet. That guy still doesn't have a catch. <laughs> <laughs> he was the fan. amount of people... Okay, and this I is am. actually... This is just a minor gripe of mine with fantasy football. The amount of people whose arguments are, well, someone has to catch the ball. No, they don't. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're just really bad and they have a really bad quarterback. And Dante Pettis gets a touchdown and then Equinemius St. Brown does because they don't have a clear cut number one. And I think we've seen that through two weeks in Chicago. So I don't love any player props in this game. I'm think I only threw fields out there because I don't know anything else to play here. Is there anything that you like? I got one. Okay. David Montgomery. Over 69 and a half
1: rush yards. Oh. Um, I think that's minus 110. The Texans allow 143 yards per game to the running back position, which is a lot. And in, I remember two years ago when Montgomery had, like, that crazy end of the year when he had, like, really juicy matchups. One of them was the Texans. He had 11 carries for 113 yards.
0: mmm Okay. So he,
1: he crushed it and it's only 69 and a half. And with the volume he got last week, um, I think he can crush it again.
0: Are you concerned at all about Khalil Herbert there? Cause I am a little bit.
1: Uh, I see. I was going into last week and that's why I took Herbert's rushing yards,
0: but then they just fed him still. They just yeah. kept beating Montgomery. Cause I'll be honest out of the yards one here. I like Herbert's at 25 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I like Herbert, too. And and it's because it's it's that low, but if they're getting killed in the run game like Montgomery could kill them, mm-hmm. then I think that Herbert, he's going to break off a run at some point because he's done it the first couple weeks where he gets yeah. that 15-yard carry, and then you only need another 10 out of them. So mm-hmm. if I was playing a rushing prop here, it would be Herbert's, but I do see the value in Montgomery given what he looked like last year. So yeah. I think both guys are good looks. Okay. So that's all that we've got here. Don't look at Davis Mills. Don't look at Justin Fields. Brandon Cooks is the only receiver that's worth a damn in this game. So, yeah, I don't, I still wouldn't put anything on that because Chicago is probably the grossest team for me to bet because that weather is always shitty, it seems like, on Sundays. Yeah. And then you can't get yourself to bet an under on those lines. So, no. Kansas City Colts.
1: (laughs) Holy. Okay.
0: With how Indy has looked through two weeks, they've looked like the worst team in football, but we know that they're not, so Mm -hmm. any plays here?
1: So, this is kind of gross. I think the line should be more than five and a half.
0: I do too. I think it should be a full touchdown.
1: So, I'm confused. (laughs) Makes
0: me want to take the Colts. It does too. Because I've seen a lot of Kansas City bets, Mm -hmm. but the line is holding. So Weird. Very weird. Which is also why I kind of like Jonathan Taylor anytime touchdown at minus 150. Yep. Because Kansas City is not a good rush defense. They have been.
1: They have been. Which is weird. Have you seen his rush line? Like Usually Jonathan Taylor's up close to 100. It's at 85. Which seems weird um kansas city versus running backs
0: the only other touchdown one that i like here is kelsey and it's mostly because he didn't get one last week (laughs) yeah so he's (laughs) just do every other week he's do every other week just based off trends but i don't have any (laughs) data to back up a kelsey touchdown so i'm i would strictly be putting it out there as the lazy better that says well travis kelsey's gonna score yeah, <laughs> there's always that guy. Oh, Derrick Henry, he has to score this week. It's like, well, they don't score every. Yeah, day he's so due. Far. He's due. He's due after yeah. one week without a touchdown. So, so
1: the Chiefs have a good run defense, I guess. They are allowing 64 yards against per game to the running backs. Granted, I don't think the Cards were rushing a lot, and yeah. in the Thursday night game of I don't think they rush too much either. No. So maybe they just haven't seen like, yes, Austin Eckler's great, but he's not Jonathan Taylor, Mm
0: -hmm. you know?
1: So I do like JT. And he had a snoozer last week. Like going back to what you just said about Kelsey. Oh, he didn't get a touchdown last week. He's got to get a touchdown this
0: week. One that I like a lot here is CH receptions. Two and a half? Two and a half at minus 125. Nice. Yeah, first I... couple of weeks, he's been used a lot in this offense. Because everyone talked about Pacheco or whatever his name was, and then they yeah. they brought in Ronald Jones and they brought in all these other running backs as if CEH wasn't going to be the focal point. But through the first couple of weeks, he's been a pretty decent part of that offense. He's had seven he's had seven receptions so far. He's had four and three in the first two games. Yeah. So he's, so he's, gone, he's gone over both involved. games.
1: Yeah, and the Colts are allowing six uh,
0: receptions to the running back position per game. So, I think that one's going to be one that I play for sure. Yeah.
1: Okay. Big one for you.
0: Any other ones that you like here?
1: The uh, the Colts or the Chiefs are allowing a lot of receptions to the running back, but I'm assuming that's because of Austin Eckler. Um, I don't have a line yet for either JT or Naheem Hines, so...
0: I can't play it, but I like it. Okay. Anything else here that you like? Passing yards or anything like that? I don't do too much of the quarterback props. I have, like, two here, but... Yeah, my my concern is Ryan's line is 248 and a half, which seems high, but he is coming off of a very awful performance. So. Yeah. I think they're expecting him to recorrect. If they're trailing, then he's going to be throwing. That's kind of the attitude. And then Mahomes, I'll never take a Mahomes under on passing yards, even if no. it's at 290 and a half worth. But it's right so now. high, I don't even want to
1: take the over either.
0: No, you don't. Is Once you start getting close to 300, you, I think you just stay away depending yeah. on. You who can find going something at. else. Yeah. Okay. Anything else here? Or are we moving on? I'm good. Raiders, Titans. Titans are plus two at home. Over-under is only 45 and a half. Any plays here? I've already locked this in, so I don't think
1: this will be for our parlay or anything, but I got Adams early in the week at 80 and a half receiving yards. And I put that down for two units. just the Titans have been getting torched. Um, and uh, I don't know what last week was for Devontae Adams. That was really weird.
0: That was an odd week. and mm. And his receptions line is juice too because it's six and a half but the over is minus 170 so it's not really a usable piece now the reception play that I like is Traylon Burks oh what is that it is three and a half Mm -hmm. at minus 115 not bad he he was used a lot last week it my impression of watching Tennessee both weeks is that he's their number one yeah it's not
1: Robert Woods god no
0: Because the Giants' defense isn't bad, and Buffalo's is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Now they play a Raiders' secondary that's not great. They give up a decent amount of yards. And so if Tannehill's going to be giving it to anybody, I think Burks is the guy. And at 3.5, I'm expecting a five-reception day out of him, even if it's five for 50 or 60 yards. Mm -hmm. I think 3.5 is pretty low. Because I I only like taking reception plays when I see a guy getting – not just one above, but multiple above what it's yeah. at. So,
1: agreed. And I feel like a lot of these rookies' lines are like poorly done, mismatched so far. With yeah, like, the issue is if you go to
0: four and a half, he could very easily be four for forty yards, and like last week. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this this line here, I I like the minus one fifteen. I think it's good value for who I view as their number one right now. Woods has been used sporadically. Um, I do think that this Raiders game could be a, could be a Tennessee. Their offense finally wakes up. I don't think that they win the game, but I think their offense will look a lot better against probably the worst defense they've played yet. Anything yeah. else in this game? I got nothing. Okay, I want something
1: from Henry before I'm betting him
0: <laughs> Saints and Panthers.
1: Ooh, yes, another okay. one of my favorites.
0: Okay, what's what's your favorite? Here.
1: Chris Olave over 39 and a half receiving yards. Ooh. He's cleared it in both games.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think with like 71 and I think maybe he just cleared it in the first game, but his targets are going up and the Panthers have allowed this like number one or sorry, number two wide receivers to clear this total in both games so far. Donovan Peoples Jones had 60 yards. And, uh, I think Richie James had 51 last week and that's the giants. Like they're going to have the number one guy on, uh, Michael Thomas. And then Chris Olave is going to be on the other end of the field and his usage is just going up and up and up. Yeah. So give me 39 and a half over all day.
0: I do like that one as well. Um, I can't play any running back plays here because I don't like how CMC is being used with Baker and with Kamara's health. Can't bet either guy there, so yeah. I would stay away from the rushing props. Do they know that this guy's good? <sighs> Do they know that they should use him? Like throw him the ball. It feels like Baker's ego is okay. Well, I'm the franchise quarterback. I'm gonna get us wins. And it's like hand off the ball, you yeah. idiot. He is so good. <laughs>
1: Look, you because still get the points if you go like this.
0: If it's you first. saw him the first couple weeks, you would say, "How have, how is CMC not touching the ball? Mm-hmm. Because he's been carrying this team, and that's why they've sucked the last couple of years, because he hasn't been out there. Yeah. But he is right now. One that I like on the, the uh, quarterback side, I like the Jameis completions. 18 and a half at minus 130. Yeah. Because he's, he's well. coming off a terrible game against Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and this feels like the game where he tries to throw for 400 yards. Because that's <laughs> just who it. Jameis is. He airs the crap out of the ball. Yeah. So
1: I want to see Tampa Bay Jameis back. That guy, he didn't care. He would have. We out ruled
0: of- out that he hasn't got reverse LASIK, and that <laughs> he's indeed more blind than when he started. No. Have we ruled that out? No. Okay. No. I think it's something that we have to look into and Vegas yeah. should look into. with these Maybe lines. they have
1: one of the Chargers doctors working on his own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> anything else in this game? I can't get myself to bet anything else here. Um, yeah. I kind of like the Jameis touchdowns too, but it's one and a half at plus 145. So I'll Ooh. stay away just in case it ends up being the taste. This is the concern with the Saints. Taysom could just go out there when you're in the red zone and then just run it in himself and piss yeah. everyone off in the world. So
1: No one no one likes Nathan Hills out there.
0: No. Okay. So that's it for that game. Eagles Commanders. I don't love a lot here. Um I got burned on AJ Brown touchdown the last couple of weeks. It does mm-hmm. feel like he's due to get his first stone at the Eagles at some point. Feels like it should be this game cuz the Commanders aren't very good. Mhm. At plus 125 but you always get concerned because when Jalen Hurts gets down in the red zone he loves to just keep it himself yeah run it in himself the only likelihood where he gets a touchdown for Brown is he has to be 20 yards away and even then he's probably still looking to run it in so yeah exactly <laughs> anything um here that you like
1: nothing that I really want to put into the parlay you know like I like Sanders roughing yards he's been looking really good you know he doesn't he doesn't score by any means, but like he gets- he's had one,
0: one more than last year. So yeah,
1: it's impressive. Um This could be a hot take, but I think this game goes under. What's the line right now? 47 and a half, which is kind of low. I I like it as well.
0: This mm-hmm. feels like, like a divisional
1: game. Both teams have
0: gone over. I think in both mat- of their matchups, like 24, 17 is kind of what I think this game could be. Yeah, which is also gross for that spread. So yeah, it's a little sweaty. Um, Kate, okay, nothing else for me. Chargers, Jags. Over/unders um, only forty-two and a half. Chargers were heavy favorites earlier in the week. Now I think it's Herbert was called questionable for whatever reason. I think doubtful. Is he doubtful? I think so. Oh, geez. Unless
1: I read it wrong, but I thought I thought I read doubtful.
0: I will um, have to look at that then because. Well, a good way of knowing, I guess, would be just going and looking at passing yards, which I'm assuming they don't have anything. They don't for Herbert, so they don't know who's going to be. anything for the Chargers. If that's the case, I don't want to play anything here. No.
1: The only thing that I would look into is Eckler receptions, Eckler receiving yards. Just because going through my sheet here, the Jags are really bad. Is their backup?
0: Is it Cole Daniel still or Chase, Chase Daniel? Daniel. Yeah. Okay. That guy's the MVP of the NFL for the last decade. For the Ooh. amount of money that he's made to start, like no games ever. He's like a
1: real life Alex Moran.
0: <laughs> that is a great comparison. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not playing anything here. I can't get myself to do it. Um, I think it's. You don't like anything for Eckler.
1: He the Jags are averaging seven and a half.
0: I don't even trust seven. Daniel to dump the ball off four yards. Yeah. Fair. But if, if Herbert goes, it's great. But if he's mm-hmm. doubtful, then I just can't get myself to play either one. And I don't want to play any of the Jags lines either. Because Me neither. Okay. Falcons, Seattle. I said this on my show on Thursday. I think this has low-key shootout potential. Yeah, both, both Two defenses. are awful defenses. You've yeah. got Geno and Mariota both playing to hopefully be in the league a couple more years. Yeah, keep their job. So with that being said, it kind of makes me lean. Well, I like the Geno over pass yards at 217 and a half.
1: Seems low. I feel like this is the DK game.
0: Yeah. That's kind of what I've been thinking. Now I can't get myself to do the DK TD, Mm -hmm. but I could get myself to be talked into his receiving yards. Yep. But I don't see any. Oh, he's 55 and a half. Very low. I like that. Okay. Okay. I actually hadn't even looked
1: into that, but I do like that. I was a little worried at first about AJ Terrell, but then I looked into it. He's been getting burnt. Like, there's a lot of hype about him. Like, last year he was really good, but this year, like, starting off slow. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Anything else in this game? game?
1: Sorry? Anything else in this one? London, man. He's. He's been looking good. He had 12 targets last week and his line's at 53 and a half. Yeah. And none of the none of the Seahawks cornerbacks have looked good.
0: His receptions are only four and a half. Seems low, right? Well, it's minus one forty-five, so it is a bit juiced. Yeah. But I do like that one as well. So I'll mark it down as one to consider.
1: Mm-hmm. The only thing is like if Kyle Pitt, if this is Kyle Pitts' this week.
0: Fantasy owners, if this isn't Kyle Pitts week, then they are going to be on trade alert this week. Yeah. Actually, I'll be honest. In two of my leagues, Kyle Pitts got traded this week. So Ooh.
1: people are already out. I put in an offer. Tried to get him on the cheap.
0: Yeah, I thought about it, but price tag was too high. Mm-hmm. I, I can't get myself to buy into the Falcons. Um, Packers, Bucks, Pretty much a pick them. are favored by one. Line is low, mostly due to injuries. Because a lot of the Packers guys were out of practice this week. And no Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin. Maybe no
1: Julio. Oh, God. They had to sign Beasley, bro. And and I I will
0: not be going to play a Russell Gage line. So that's going to be a hard pass for me. I got burned last week of no receivers. I'll play Paris Campbell. One target, no catches. Oh, gosh. I won't be going down any road of playing any Tampa receivers. Anything Green Bay related? Or do you like a Tampa one?
1: I like nothing. I have nothing (laughs) to this game. It seems so weird that this is the first time ever that two quarterbacks who've won the MVP three times are going against each other. First time ever. And I don't like a single prop. No, no. And the line's at 42. I don't like it.
0: Yeah. No touchdowns here either. Four nets is plus 105. That's the best odds out of all of them. The only one I, like... I like Lenny touchdown is
1: because he tweeted about it. He's like, don't worry. Touchdowns are coming. So, like, oh, I'm probably going to play that straight.
0: Okay. I won't have it in the parlay, but I think because he said that touchdowns are coming, I have to at least sprinkle something on you that have to um, Last two here. We got Rams Cardinals. Anything there?
1: Yeah, another one of my favorites. Okay, what's Higby your favorite? Game. Tyler Higby receptions.
0: What's it at? Four
1: and a half minus Ooh. 115. So what number- is it about Hig-
0: four and a half? Sorry? I said, what is it about Higby for you this week?
1: So on my chart here, Cardinals have been bad against the tight ends. Nine and a that half thing. receptions per game and 106 yards. That average. being
0: said, they play Kelsey, Kelsey M. Wall. I know, <laughs> yes. I know.
1: But I also looked into this. So Cooper Cup has actually been contained by the mm-hmm. Cardinals. Like 60 yards, I think, in the last matchup, or two out of three matchups. I think he has 60 yards or fewer. Um, so they've been able to contain him. They got a plan for. Him. Higby so far has had 11 targets and nine targets with seven catches and five catches. So he's cleared both times. He's the clear number two option for Stafford. It's not Allen Robinson. No. Um, and I don't, I don't really remember the cards being great against tight ends last year. No. So I know it is an outlier scene like, Oh, Kelsey and Waller, like two of the top five tight ends in the league, but, if Higby's getting all this volume and all these targets and stuff, why not Higby?
0: If that was three and a half, I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm just so scared that this finishes as four for 30 yards. That's yeah, my no only way. thing. Um, one that I like receptions-wise here is actually Cam Akers. Oh, wow, really? One and a half. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, hear no, that. no, no. I'm not gonna if two and a half, I'm out, but yeah, one and a okay. half. Week one felt like the coach slapping him on the wrist, like take things seriously, and that's why he didn't get any carries. Last week, he had 15 rush attempts and he had two receptions. Seems like he's getting more involved. I think he's the back to own. And if you had Daryl Henderson, you should have sold him after week one. But I will be trying to do this after this. <laughs> but Cam Akers, one and a half is the line, and it's minus 120. So I do like his receptions there because he feels like it. This is my only concern is that he feels like a two to three reception guy. And that's worrisome when you're only one and a half. So mm-hmm. one to think about won't be in the parlay, but one that I might play straight up as well. Yeah. Anything else here?
1: Uh, I mean, Higby receiving yards is at 44 and a half. So if we kind of wanted to pivot off that. Um... hmm. But I I could also see him like you said four for 30, four for forty and then he misses
0: because I think with I think he could even have five for forty honestly because he's not he's not spreading the field he's not catching a thirty yard bomb so, so then we'll
1: we'll take his receptions and that'll hit
0: <laughs> okay we'll we'll keep it in mind
1: yeah so week one he had five for thirty nine so he didn't even clear it with five catches
0: all right last one is forty ers broncos anything here or is this a gross one okay how do you feel about Denver after two weeks because boy uh, it's been ugly but they're 500 so you know silver lining we uh we hired a guy today
1: to help Hackett make decisions that. <laughs> I think that answers how I feel so far about the
0: Broncos. You know what? Probably my worst show take of all time was saying that Nathaniel Hackett might win coach of the year. That was mm. a real thing that I said on the show at plus wow. 1600. And there's no chance that's no. happening now. So I think he could go undefeated the rest of the way. And they would still be like, yeah, but look at week yeah. one, week two. What are we talking about? Yeah. So that one feels dead now. Yeah. Touchdown-wise, they like really Javante true. touchdown this week.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that I, I think this game's going to be gross. I think I too. both defenses are like way better than both offenses. Well, yeah, it's only 44, which is not great. Mm-hmm. Right. I could see an under for sure, which scares me to take a touchdown, even okay. though I love my boy.
0: Well, we have a number of actual player props down, but the more I'm looking at it, the more I'm like, we haven't had a lot of touchdown plays. As we've gone through, so the one that we talked about, we had Dalvin minus one seventy five, we had Chase minus one ten, we had JT minus one fifty, and we had Fournette plus one hundred and five. Were the four kind of touchdown ones that we mentioned? Were there any in there that we maybe glossed over that could Um, be touchdown guys? Do what do we think about Kittle? Kittle coming off the injury though. Yeah, that's my only concern: is how many snaps does he see? Now it it appears that he's going to play like he's he was almost good to go last week. Now he's a hundred percent. It is it is it
1: is scary though. Like first game coming off an injury, like yeah. growing injury too. It's so easy to tweak that.
0: One that I, well, you know what, we already have Dalvin, so I won't throw Justin Jefferson in there, and that's probably going to be everyone's play this week. That. Yeah. I do like, sounds like Pittman's healthy. Yeah. And he's plus 137. I like that too. But then we can't take JT. That's true. But that's a, this is one where I could go Cook, Chase, Pittman. Because you got the minus 175 with Cook, you got the minus 110 with Chase, and then you got the Pittman at plus 137. Okay. So you have yeah. the plus play, you've got the what you feel like is a bit more of a sure thing than others, yeah. and then the juice yeah. play. Um Which let me, I'm just tallying it now. She's uh,
1: averaged one and a half touchdowns to wide receivers per game
0: so far. That three-teamer takes us to plus 612.
1: Ooh, not bad. Another option is like Devontae Adams. I, I think I think it's pretty juiced. So I'm just giving out options. If we want like a plus money one, we can uh
0: it doesn't even necessarily have to be plus money as long as it hits like Adams is only minus 110. Mm-hmm. So if we wanted to pull pull Dalvin, just assuming that it's gonna be it could be a Jefferson day, it could be a Thielen day. I actually
1: think Th- Thielen does get in the end zone.
0: I do too. Or we make it a four-teamer at plus 1260. Which yeah. I don't hate as a four-teamer. <laughs> well, I feel
1: like if we're so sure about Cook to get a touchdown... If don't we, pull it. If, yeah, if we like Adams enough to take it, then we just leave Cook in there. I think
0: Tennessee's bad, so I think he's going to get in the end zone.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going through everything. Do we think Michael Thomas's crazy run continues...
0: I can't do it after the last couple weeks. I just think that it's not sustainable. And it's I think that's a gross game. I think that's a really gross Carolina. Because we saw it last year. Carolina and New Orleans is a gross game to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I would stay away that one. I don't want to take anyone in Bill's Dolphins. Because it feels like Diggs caught everything last week. But it could be mm-hmm. freaking Knox and Isaiah McKenzie and Crowder get the TDs this week. Yeah. So. Or like a one like Zach Moss. What about anything in Seattle game? I like DK. DK in the end zone at plus 162. But then who do we pull? I
1: don't know. Well, who who do you hate the most?
0: Out of those four, I probably hate Pittman the most. Okay. Only because it's that Kansas City team, and I could see them just getting absolutely blown out. Yeah. So if we are in on Metcalf, Chase, Dalvin, and Adams, that takes us to. I have to pull. Uh, who was it that we took out? Pittman. Fourteen hundred. Damn. That's I weird. like that as a four. Yeah.
1: So hey. I know I brought up Adams. But yep. do you, do we think he's going to score three weeks in a row?
0: I. I think against that Titans team, they do.
1: Yeah. And what is... Yeah, because they're bad. They... I think... Yeah, I said two touchdowns to wide receivers. And if Renfro's out, you think Matt Collins is going to perform like he did last week?
0: No. Okay. I feel good about that one. Plus 1,400. Okay. I like it. Now, we have to come up with our four for the player props. Now, first one that I want to keep, Michael Carter... Yes, sir. I'm not going to put DK's in only because we have the touchdown one as well. And I don't want both to die on DK's shoulders, especially with Gino at QB. Agreed. I do like the Burks receptions. Okay. Yep. I can get on board. Okay. What other ones are kind of your favorites? Hmm. I'm just going through and adding in these reception and what was the second one? It was Burks.
1: Okay, I know. I don't. You don't like Montgomery rushing.
0: I'm just. I'm thrown off in case that Khalil comes in and they like split because they're both just torching them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. What do we think about
1: Saint Brown receptions? What's his line again? Six and a half.
0: Six. Oh, you like
1: Clyde? We can go Clyde. Clyde two and a half. If you really like, well, this if this player prop parlay
0: has just turned into a
1: reception parlay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we're also going to look at the golf or Flacco. We're in there, right? But I don't know if you love either of those yet.
1: Um, I d- I honestly don't even really look into, uh, you know quarterback props that much unless it's like a like a thursday night game or whatever okay um but hey i'm not against it like if you got if you like it
0: i'll pull i'll pull flacco i'm gonna leave golf for actually you know what though i'm gonna pull golf as well okay what do we have yards wise for any other ones that we've talked about um is there any yards plays in there that we had
1: do you like either Waddle or Tyreek? Cause now in in Buffalo they've gone down to what four? Like they they're down four cornerbacks. Maybe three.
0: Hmm. What's AJ Brown's receiving yards? 72 and a half. Oh, that's, that's the, gross. Okay. That's nope. a
1: guess. I have no idea. No,
0: no, no, no. Hmm. We've got three. That I like, but we need to have one more to kind of solidify yeah. the four. So I got Carter Burks. What was the other one? Carter Burks and CEH. Client, yeah. And then we need one more. We stayed away from a number of these games kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo, Miami. Oh, seen... well, we're looking at the Allen. Rushing receiving. Yeah, I did like that. Maybe that's the last one. 326 and a half. Pass and rush. You mean? Yeah. Takes us to just shy of plus 1,000.
1: Yeah, I like that. I'm just looking at other receiving lines. Didn't just don't want to miss anything.
0: Yep. Because those are minus 125, minus 115, minus 145, and minus 110. And takes us to 985. Okay.
1: Okay. I don't hate it.
0: Okay. I think we're gonna lock in those four on both sides. Yep. So touchdown wise is Cook, Chase, Adams, and Metcalf. And then CH receptions over two and a half, Burks receptions over three and a half, Michael Carter receptions over two and a half, and Josh Allen over three twenty six rushing passing at minus one ten. Touchdown parlays plus 1400 and the player prop one is plus 985. So I, I feel good about it. I'm going to put all these plays out. Also, going to put them out as straight up plays because we always do that as well. Anything that's a parlay, you play them straight up as well because the last thing you want is to go three and one and then your day is ruined. When if you would have just bet them all straight up as well, then you'd be up. You'd be up. So. Mm-hmm. I like the four teamers that we've cooked up here. Tyson, thanks so much for coming on, man. We went through all of week three. It feels like yeah. broke down a lot of games, a lot of player lines. And you know, it's all stupid. Anyways, we're probably going to come back here and be like, wow, just Jamar chase just decided to have two catches for 10 yards. So I yeah. uh, tell the folks at home where they can find your work in the social media space. Yeah.
1: It's just, it's easy. Just spitting picklets on uh TikTok, Instagram and Twitter
0: sounds good and yeah. appreciate everyone who tuned in on this saturday afternoon we've had a good start to the day uh, a couple soccer plays hit uh, we had a good rider cup day yesterday good college football day so far we'll see if we can keep riding that out as well but appreciate everyone who tunes into our show every single day uh, head over to apple spotify drop a five-star review and we will see you guys on monday for the competitive hedge podcast